Welcome to episode 41. Uh, 43. 43. That's weird. Okay, cool. Welcome to episode 43 of the Roll Slayers podcast, where we roll dice and sometimes do things. Before no. we get started, sometimes roll jokes. dice and have fun. Where yeah. we roll dice and have fun. You know what? We mostly have fun, and then sometimes, when necessary, we roll the dice to see how much fun. I'm, yeah. I'm fairly certain that there's been at least a couple of episodes where we didn't roll any dice. Probably so. Yeah. There's probably been some with, with minimal dice rolling where it's mostly like... I, I bet when we, when we encountered the the soldiers coming south as we were going towards the Beijing Wilds, <laughs> yeah. I, I bet we didn't do any mm. dice rolls. I think episode. y'all rolled some persuasion checks. I'm, I'm probably to fail a couple of those. Yeah, that's not that mm. Or Maybe. Regardless, it, I've always rolled dice behind the, the table, even when you're not rolling dice. Just for fun. Because I have, well, yes, that, and uh, I have to determine a million. Wait, so you're saying if I dice. like rolling dice, Dungeon Master is the position for me. Maybe. Maybe. If you, if you, can, uh, if you can do other things that the Dungeon Master does. If you yeah, are, that remains to be seen. We'll if test you. If you are just chronically a low roller DM. Here's my question for you listeners. Would you start upping the challenge rating of your monsters? <laughs> Vote now in the comments. Comment to say if you've done this before. Because I have. And I've DM'd before. <laughs> and y'all know how low I... Well, it's, it's, it's been known in other campaigns. Like, I did have to start upping their challenge ratings and bo- boosting and buffing their HP. Sorry, John. I, know, I did it. I know, I know. To account for your poor rolls. I, I, I understand to- it. I, I don't be. condone it. Wait, no, you can do that, right? <laughs> you can. Yeah, right. But I understand. There, there are different schools of thought on that, which we don't right. need to get into right now. We got a game to play. Yeah. yeah. Before we, before we play our game, real quick, let's have some announcements. I, I'm still. <laughs> but like, if the if it goes too fast, then you just add another few. Like twenty HP. Oh, that's one. Hit. That's one school one, of thought. One school that, of thought. That, that the the goal of the game is for the players to have fun and to have like s- some level of achievement once they've you know defeated yeah, the like big bad, right? Um, and if they just slice through it like paper, it doesn't really do that. Okay, y'all. So that's hear one way of, of approaching the DM these, chair. These wretched words that are being said right now. If you take offense, if you take personal offense, <laughs> get on the Discord right now and at Cyrus or at Jeremy and and disagree with them publicly for all to see. Sure, feel free yeah. to shame us. Yeah, flip us the bird, metaphorically, or you know, just don't. Look <laughs> <laughs> out, right, right, right. Aaron's favorite podcast. Right, there Me. is there is a really gross looking Sonic emoji oh. reaction <laughs> in there. You can Sonic. use that on us. Thank you, Hayden. Use that on us. Thank that you, Hayden. Feels that way uh, sometimes. Anyway, uh, a couple of people that really help us make our podcast sweet are, uh, I don't say people, but entities, our businesses, people. Um, that's Sirenscape. There are two schools of thought on that. Really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Sirenscape.com. Play with the sliders. Create your own soundscapes. Make your own games awesome. And then also Beyond Skyrim for just the fantastic scores that undergird the Roll Slayers podcast and many other things, I'm sure, like your games at home, beyond skyrim.org. So for cool world building tools, check out World Anvil. 
Uh, I've talked a lot about World Anvil on this podcast and given us a lot of previews into the types of things that you can see there, most most especially the uh, um, the writing prompts. Uh, my day job is as an English teacher, and so the writing prompts really appeal to me. Um, <laughs> yes, I do make my kids do like 10 minutes of journaling at the beginning of class. <laughs> Not every day. It's such just, a good thing. Just though. most of the time. You want to hear my favorite – this is way off topic. My favorite journal prompt I've given my kids before. Um, I got a lot of old cigarette ads and had them basically just in, in, their, in their journals um, – analyze the the methods of persuasion and there, there was one with a uh from like the 40s with the, this drawing of a guy in a in a lab coat uh it said as your dentist i would recommend viceroy cigarettes or some cigarette brand yep <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, yeah don't you feel that's kind of irresponsible showing children as what if haven't well, you had many students come and say that they were compelled by those ads <laughs> And convinced to, to get rid of their cigarettes. sissy vape pens. Yeah. No. <laughs> They're blueberry flavored vape pens. No, as your dentist, I would recommend. <laughs> as your teacher, I would recommend not vaping. Oh. Circling back. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> what does propaganda look like in your world? <laughs> yeah. Find out at what world do four world. out of five dentists agree on in your world? <laughs> that's that's what I want to know. Four out of five in our world agree on toothpaste. Yours, cigarettes, maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe. Um, so check <laughs> check out our affiliate link at uh, worldanvil.pxf.io/rollslayers. I just realized Phineas Lonesong is the fifth dentist. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, last but not least, uh, Eldridge Foundry also supports the show. Uh, if you guys ever want to get a custom mini made, uh, you can get 15% off with our code Rollslayers and check out. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, all the things. Uh, give us a rating on Spotify. Give us a subscribe on YouTube. And uh, thanks. Join our Discord. Let's play. So, last we left off, the party made their way slowly but surely through the southern mountains, or the southern face of the hilly, rocky mountains of northern Kazum, stopping in Osrin along the way for the night before making it to the city of Urengal, where you journeyed in and spoke with an old friend of Cyrus's who owned a corndog stand. <laughs> named Mo. That is where we left off. However, I feel 
that I didn't do um, do enough service to the description of the city. So I'm going to actually uh, describe a little bit more of the city through someone's eyes who hasn't seen it before. So in, in this case, Vinny's eyes. So this is kind of Vinny, as you uh, are taking in your surroundings, corn dogs in your stomach, you see, uh, you know, you take in your surroundings a little bit more in greater detail, noticing these kind of wide streets and artisans on every corner selling their wares. Um, as you as you're actually looking around, you notice Erringal is sprawling, so it's huge in scale, but nowhere near as densely packed as Oromond or Drasburg. Because it's a bigger city, there's wider streets, wider alleys, bigger buildings. Uh, it's way less packed. Um, and there's actually, you know, space within its streets and sidewalks to move unimpeded, which is new to you, to a degree. Um, you smell, like, these savory street foods that kind of upset your stomach after eating all those corn dogs. You hear a soft bit of heart music coming from a house nearby. Um, How many corn dogs did you eat? Like, 20. <laughs> this, uh, I ate a corn dog today. <laughs> I must have... Why did you eat 20 corn dogs? He was trying to get on. He was trying to get his portrait. That's right. Yeah, portrait that's up. That's right. Um, Vanity. That's why. Mm. But as as you're walking around this quarter, uh, it seems that this is like the hub of traders and farmers and and artisans and travelers. Which it, it's fitting that this is called the Sojourner's Wedge. Um, as you walk where you're at, wherever you're walking, uh, you pass a mass of tangled market stalls and tents crisscrossing and zigzagging, zigzagging into an ever more tangled uh, net of commerce. But what really strikes you is what you see above the humble roof peaks of this quarter. In the center of the city is that great castle you spied from afar, glimmering in the sun. Uh, made of this like pale tan stone, it seems to have like a, a million tiny mirrors in it, each catching the sun's rays. Uh, it's just glimmering. Um, to your west rises that great hill that seems to encroach upon the city. You see now that the walls actually indeed rise with the hill, incorporating the steep, steep incline into the actual city itself. So about half the hill is in the city. Um, there are two large structures sitting on that hill in the northwestern quarter. One is this mini-turreted, what looks like a basilica, uh, almost like unbelievable in its scale. It's it's massive from here, down below. And it, uh, it has like these towers that peak at very aggressive angles, making them like super tall and thin. There are arched stained glass windows, peaked roofs, uh, and great like stone frames. Uh, there's like a million different details on it that you can't even make out. Uh, the other structure sits a bit lower on the hill, and it seems to be this domed complex with towers and walls around it, uh, with this deep red polished stone uh, dome with something on top of it you can't make out. And then lastly, to the east, you see peeking above the city uh, a few towers of unique make, as well as a large gray stone block. So... As you've entered the city, you said that you've had some things you wanted to do, but you were looking for an inn. Is that correct? Uh, I believe so. It's it's probably around mid mid afternoon, so that's that's fair to do. Um, are you looking for something in in the Sojourner's Wedge, or are you looking for something a little more 
a little more uh, well-to-do in like the Bronze Canton. I, f- I feel like last time we had a specific one in mind already. Okay. I, I could be mistaken on that. Well, there are, there are a couple inns you know within the Sojourner's Wedge, uh, if, if you're wanting to do that. There's one called the Trebuchet Tavern, uh, and there's another called the Amnesiac's Pub, um, which is a less than savory establishment. You might know Cyrus. Sure. Um, there, within the Bronze Canton, there's a nicer place that you may have stayed on occasion called the, uh, um, I believe it's called Martell's Hammer. Yeah, Martell's Hammer. You said the Amnesiac's Hub or Pub? Pub. Pub. I feel like that's the kind of place that Cyrus would know by re- reputation, but has never actually gone there because he's never needed to because he's been in sure. the dorms. Hey, y'all, I know it's a great place called the Amnesiac's Pub. It's kind of a local favorite, a local legend. All right, mm, it sounds promising. I, I, I don't know. Amnesiac's Pub? That seems like you're looking to lose your mind. <laughs> you got the idea. Well, then I'm not interested. Oh, okay. Well, we well, don't we don't have to go there. I, I'm uh, on your recommendation, each each of you. I'm looking to save a little. <laughs> Show bit me of the town coin. Well, then the Amnesiacs Pub. Is it really that cheap? It's pretty cheap. I mean, it's not. It's not. A super cheap tavern. It just has a reputation for people not remembering <laughs> the previous night. You won't even remember how much it costs. That's how cheap it is. You remember that I don't drink, right? You're uh, not an amnesiac. Okay, okay. You got me there. Well, uh, what? kind of curious. What? What's that big block over there? Big gray block. You all know what that is? Do, do you know what that is? You all? Not y'all. <laughs> Park all of you. Um, he, point, he points Cyrus, north and east. Cyrus and Bells, you, you both know this. Um, whether you that, want to give that information away, but Cyrus, uh, you know that this is uh, called the Silver Champions Academy, the big gray block in the distance. Um, uh, it's the Silver Champions Academy. I, I, I mean, it the building is a little more ornate than that. We're just kind of looking at the back of it. Oh, okay. I'm just curious. It's very. It's it, it's nicer from the other angle. It stood out. Eh? Um, that. What does the Champions Academy do? That's where I trained. Um, when I lived here. Oh, interesting. We have to stop by and say hello. I doubt many people would be there. They're probably off, more kind of in the war front, probably. Wait, should should both of you be on the front of the war right now? Uh, are you, Ellen? Are you? What, no, what? no, I'm not a soldier. I mean, if we want to get into technicalities, um, I don't know. I may have already been expelled by this point, so you too, right? I, I mean, is it? sure you don't just study magic for historical purposes. Well, I mean, you know, a little of this, a little that. So do you think that they are, that the, uh, what was it again? The well, contestants? Well, no. let, let, let me say this. The, the brown robes, um, 
you can see I'm wearing blue now, but but you know the the, the lower order and brown robes are pretty much at the whims of uh, any of any of the higher ups of the quintessence or just within the uh, within the government generally, and so I. Cyrus is going to look around before he says this. I don't know that at this point I consider myself bound by that anymore. By those obligations, I mean. Well, you look better for it. What Thank about you, you Bells? Uh, do you still answer to a commander or a lieutenant? Or? I mean, honestly, I, I was on leave um, for a time. I'm not sure. I'm sure if I'd been home, I would have been called back. I don't really know what um, is waiting for me or expected of me. I really can't say. Does it bring you um, some manner of discomfort being here? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure that I'm... I really can't say. I'm not ready to go back. Well, that's enough for me. Good to know. The Champions Academy. It has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? Yes. All, all melee and ranged combat are any spellcasters in the Champions Academy? Of course. There's spellcasters everywhere. I'm not sure that... That was not any part of my training, so I'm, I'm not really sure what they do or how that works, but... Well, I'm not going to enlist, if that's what you were thinking. Of course not. You would never. <laughs> oh, water under the bridge. Right? Uh, I think it's over the bridge. Mm. Typically, it shouldn't be. Right, exactly, which is why it's water over the bridge. You don't want that. Hmm. That's that's the say. At least well, we're, at I least was... in Stoweller, that's how we say it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, and my grandmother has a famous recipe called a sheath cake, but I'm pretty sure it's a sheet cake everywhere else. <laughs> From Jeremy's life, like that was very yeah, on Jeremy, the fly. I'm borrowing, I'm borrowing. <laughs> so, are you guys headed somewhere? Mm. I shot down their idea for the Amnesiacs pub, so I would suggest a different pub that was not as bad, but also cheap. Sure, there's always there's always the Trebuchet Tavern if you want to head there. There's always the Trebuchet Tavern, Alin said. That would probably be more Aspi, I think. Well, at least to stay, perhaps. I'm here for a tour, well, so it, it is a, another local favorite. Sure, uh, and it might be a good idea for me to check in at Barlaman's momentary missives to see if. To see if my letter has brought us any information on let's our next stop. quest. Yeah, let's stop by there first. You're heading to Barrowman's? Barrowman's? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, so you make your way through these kind of wide streets. Uh, each of them 
not curving at all, very gridded, turns, uh, you know, right, right and left, very sharp, eventually making your way to uh, the large storefront. This looks to be a more official storefront for Behrman's, while, you know, the Drasbur one was a little more rough and tumble. This is a large uh, glass windowed, wood paned establishment uh, of about two, three stories. Um, as you enter, uh, it looks like there's a clerk sorting, again, one of these large cubbyhole sort of things, except he's got a large ladder that rolls almost like a library uh, ladder um, across it, and it's about two, it goes up about two stories um, full of different scrolls and letters and whatnot, uh, but when he hears the, the bell tinkle, kind of turns around starts to slowly climb down off the ladder. Looks to be a balding, middle-aged man. Um, Yes, hello. Hello. Um, Welcome to Behrman's Momentary Missives. Yes, thank you. How are you? I'm I'm well. Good. Uh, Well, I've come to inquire to see uh, if I have any mail. Mail. Uh, Name? Venuthra. Venuthra. Let me check. And he starts to thumb through. May uh, also be under the piece. The piece. Okay. And he's thumbing through this large, uh, what looks to be a count book. Uh, um, Uthra. Not in the V's. The piece. Not in the T's or the P's. Um, how long ago uh, were you expecting correspondence? Well, to be honest, I... I'm not certain that I will get correspondence. Uh, however, where is it coming from? Uh, it, to my guess, it would be coming from Oramont. Oh, um, bad news on that front. Okay, Jeremy PC here. I've got an ability to get messages to uh-huh. my, my person. Tyler I want D- messages. Tyler DM. Message received. I want my messages. <laughs> it may be hard to get messages back. Also, it does take time to send letters after you receive them. Right, right. Okay. Well, um, okay. That will be all then. So he thumps the book shut. shut. Um... Well, if it's coming from Oramont, it will be difficult for our runners to get back and forth. Not impossible. Perhaps check back in about a week. In about a week, okay. Um, uh, sooner, maybe. Sure, uh, where no, are you no, staying no. for the for the duration of your stay here in Uringal? Uh We haven't really made that decision. We were going to swing by the Trebuchet Tavern, but never mind. We will uh, we'll come back before we leave well, to check. If you can give me a forwarding address. Uh, at some point, I can forward it to wherever you stay. I will let you know. Okay, well, uh, thank you for visiting Behrman's Momentary Missives. Do you sell anything here? Uh, yes, of course. Um, stationery, letterhead, uh, inks, quills. Magic inks? Magic quills? Magic oh. papers? <laughs> no, just How the regular. How does this work? Um, just just fine, fine papers and inks for official correspondence. Uh, envelopes, if if you like to be fancy. Wax presses. We do. I knew it. 
Uh, but I would suggest a custom one if, if you are really trying to identify yourself. No, I was just asking to ask. Oh, well, uh, my pleasure. Anything else? Have a good day. Thank you. He climbs back up on the ladder and starts to sort through the myriad of sheaves of paper again. Well, no luck, Colin. I was really hoping that would come through for us, but uh, maybe, maybe in a few days or so. If there is any other investigation to be done, uh, perhaps we can check back. Too soon to be disappointed, Minnie. I think we all would be a bit cheered by visiting the tavern. Uh, amnesiac, it may not be. And that's that's okay. So you're headed to the trebuchet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Does anyone have any people that they uh, that they should be checking in on or meeting up with? I mean, I've got. If you're asking if if I've got friends, I could call down here. You know, expand the party a little bit, as it were. I'll, I, I call Professor we, Fingers, good good buddy of mine. Professor Fingers. I'd like to meet this fingers. I really want to meet this fingers. <laughs> I really do. Is that Hayden coming in through the door to play? No, fingers? don't you do that. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's Hayden! Don't you do that. <laughs> I hoped. <laughs> but no. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to the trebuchet? Okay. Uh, you make your way deeper into the city, uh, almost kind of on the northeastern side of this district, the Sojourner's Wedge, uh, to a large freestanding building. Um, doesn't look to be overly, uh, you know, well-made architecturally, but it does look to be quite sturdy of like these large wood beams um, and stone uh, masonry in between. Um, and sticking out of the front uh, of the second story window is the bucket of a trebuchet that is seemingly extends further into the inn. Uh, as you open it, indeed hanging from the ceiling rafters is this large disassembled trebuchet um, just in the tavern, um, as well as a large interior, uh, lots of booths, lots of tables, uh, and a fair amount of people here at this time of day. Not not overly crowded, but buzzing. Um and a bar in the back, as well as a set of stairs uh, to the back right. Um, there seems to be this uh, kind of large, lively young man, um, pale, uh, sandy hair, freckles operating the bar. He seems to be talking to one of the patrons sitting there, but he, he clocks you on the way in. Well, judging by the architecture, it doesn't look like it will fall down. It's nice and sturdy. Oh, that's, that's a plus. One thing I look for when entering a building is, will it fall on me? <laughs> <laughs> and no, it won't. So, uh, do you approach the innkeep? Or do you have something else you'd like to do? Let's go ahead and take care of lodging. So I'm going to yeah. go up and uh, uh, ask for two rooms. Oh, hi. Uh, yeah, two rooms. Um... Do you mind being upstairs? I don't mind. Okay. Um, yeah, that'll run you uh, four gold. 
All right, for the night? Yeah. Um, do you have any accommodations that, uh, we're probably looking to stay in the town for some time. Um, would it be all right if we continued to use the rooms night to night for an extended time? Oh, uh, I think that should be okay. Uh, let me just check my ledger. We have some open vacancies for several nights. All right. Well, if it's all the same to you, I'd like to, I would prefer to be put in a room that we don't have to, you know, scoot from room to room. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, easy enough to do. And he produces two iron keys. Uh, you new in town? Some of us are new. Uh, this gentleman right here, and I kind of clap Vinny on the shoulder. It's his first time in Erangal. My well, first time. Welcome. Welcome to Erangal. Uh, welcome to the, the Trebuchet Tavern. Excellent. Uh, as you can tell, we take it seriously here. Um, my name is Bernard. Bernard Thagan. Nice to meet you. And he holds out his hand. A pleasure to meet you. And shakes Bernard's hand. Uh, you said you take your trebuchets seriously. Of course. Is there some sort of party or uh, event that happens with this trebuchet? Is there a tradition or a story? I would love to know. Oh, um, that, that just sounds really funny. You take your trebuchet seriously here, I see. <laughs> Not like those comical trebuchets over at Oromon. <laughs> Man, what putzes. What I've been looking for is a really serious trebuchet. I know. I mean, if you can't take your trebuchet seriously, what are you doing? Guy loading a rubber chicken into a trebuchet while the Benny Hill theme plays. (laughs) (laughs) He says, uh, I mean, yeah, we we take them seriously. Obviously, that one's disassembled, but that one's got some historical relevance. Um... But yeah, we, we, we have a, a drinking game involving miniature trebuchets where you have to land them in cups and drink if you if you miss and, and whatnot. Um, See? Ooh. This is going to be fun. <laughs> and as it is Mr. Venuthra Silver Peak's first time in the city, I would like to start by buying him a drink. Oh, of course. Um, two silver uh, for just, just a beer. I pay it. Your most unique or local finding something I couldn't have somewhere else. Okay. Um, yeah, I got some rock gut stout from the Golfell conglomerate. Ooh, the Golfell. Yeah. I studied I'll, them in school. I'll pull them, pull a, pull a stout for you. Uh, and he comes back with a large, it looks to be almost like inky black beer. <laughs> Uh, my kind of beer. Brewed, brewed down below the mountains by the best dwarves, uh, best best uh, brewing dwarves. Uh, I think they uh, use fermented mushrooms. Oh, this is like liable to be very stinky. Probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, I don't drink it myself, but it's, it's, a, it's a unique beer. Uh, it's red wine for me. Sure, sure. Uh, a glass? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be uh, eight silver pieces. Okay. So, what are you folks doing in uh, in Aragal? Oh, uh, we have some business here. Sure, sure. Most Just people do. Various errands. Well, um, I don't want to prod, but find it interesting to see why all these fine folk come to my tavern. Well, um, to be honest, we 
were traveling abroad and felt like it would be good to come back. Uh, well, it's not my home, but these others find Urengal to be the capital city of their of their kingdom. Sure, sure. Me being from Alinar. Oh, oh. I thought I saw, yeah. Point of the ears, blue skin. That makes sense. We don't get many half-elves up here. Certainly, and, uh, but anyway, we're here checking in. Sure. Seems like a lot's going on. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, army's mobilizing. Uh, the Justicars mean business. Seems like there's quite a unified front going on in, in Oramond. I think only one lord has not bent the knee to, to Adrian Costo. Uh, really? What? Yeah, the rest, the rest has fallen. I don't know. Um, Did you just say all but one have bent the knee to Costo? Yeah. Yeah, there's only one holdout, actually. Uh, I Actually, I do remember the name. Um, oh. Co... Coburn? Cobell? Coburg, that's it. Yes, he's holding out. But every, everyone else has uh, sworn allegiance from what I've heard. Hmm. Interesting. And with your ear to the ground here in Urengal, uh-huh. where, where does Urengal stand in all this? What do you mean? Uh, I mean, it, 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 I assume the city is fairly unified in its resistance to this new uprising. You mean like us, like the people? Sure. We don't know. I mean, a lot of a lot of grain comes from the Alanka lowlands, so that's kind of important. Sure. I mean, the economic impact yeah. alone yeah. is... I mean, losing, losing Chaldean was a big blow to us. I mean... <laughs> okay. Sorry, this is too on the nose with... I mean, this is going to lead to increased gas prices and... Wait. Okay. So you're doing a bit, so sorry I'm not, for the I'm, joke. I'm letting it, letting it go. Take I, it. I, I don't have a Game of Thrones brain for all these politics. Break it down. What's who is everybody supporting again? Who? Is- so, seeming seemingly from what from what uh, Bernard is saying, everyone who was within the sphere of influence of Adrian has agreed to serve Adrian. Besides the Coburns. And Adrian okay. is the Duke of Oramond, uh-huh. who seceded from 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 the, from the ascendancy. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Urungal being the capital. If you're trying to calculate if that includes Euridian, that does include Euridian. So Euridian's with Adrian. Correct. That's strange. I think, right? Because he would. He it's pretty strange. Be- it would be strange to Elaine. Yeah, okay. So that's why I'm trying to make sure I had it right. <laughs> no, no. I saw you calculating and I was like, mm, should I address this? No. And then you brought it up. So I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll listen, take the time. Listen, the fans uh, are going really hard in the brain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so I guess inflation is getting pretty bad here, right? Well, um, yes and no. I mean, the Primorazi grasslands can support a fair amount of of grain and and 
we do get a fair amount of our metal from the mountains, our wood from from the eastern side of the mountains. So really, it's it's just uh, you know trade and then and then supplemental food. But it's gonna it's gonna impact us eventually. Sure, I mean that's all you always that's how you always pay for war by squeezing the uh, squeezing the middle class. And we've been in travel for some time, so how has Urengal responded to? What actions have been taken since the announcement? Well, I mean, the, the Justicars have been uh, gathering outside the city. I'm sure you've seen. They brought down, uh, you know, they brought down a large contingent from Adderberg and up from Venerin Fastness um, and even out east. Uh, so it seems like they're gathering to march. Um, the, the Church of the Tetrad has denounced the Adrian Costo and then that um, that kingdom um, calling it, you know, illegitimate. Uh, Damien, Damien hasn't really, really stated anything, but we can, we can tell what's happening. Like, war is coming, if not already happening. And our, our political leaders and religious leaders even have all denounced it, and the people are just kind of ambivalent. Well, I mean... I mean, I guess maybe the war isn't on our doorsteps just yet. You gotta think about it. A lot of people have friends, relatives who live in Ormond. I suppose that's true. We're not super... Kind of looks around, gets a little bit quiet and leans in. We're not super keen on, you know another civil war after what 30 years ago another one ended I mean most of us still remember it and it wasn't pretty no it wasn't does anyone know why Adrian is doing this I mean besides you know religious freedom grounds uh, he's not he's not given another all, all the news I get is hearsay okay from that's, people like you. That's Adrian's main reason? Is religious freedom? Well, yeah. Well, of, he again looks around and gets even more quiet. It is of the opinion of a few people that the Church of the Tetrad can be a bit overzealous. Perhaps, but, you know, from my... From what I've what I've seen of the world, you know, oftentimes reasoning for, for war is, you know, there's there are the reasons they give, but then... The, there's just the, the general understanding that, you know, if you can grab power, why not? And if you're going to grab power, do it in the name of a cause that everyone can relate to. Exactly. I only know the official reasons and all the hearsay. That's all I got. This just doesn't make sense to me at all. Frankly, um, I don't understand because, well... My family worships one of the Tetrad, and if Adrian's looking to expand beyond the Tetrad, well, there's no reason to expand beyond the Tetrad because the Tetrad includes one of the only deities that I personally feel that we should be worshiping, and my family exclusively worships. Why would he get behind Adrian? That doesn't make any sense at all. Who's your family? Ah. <laughs> she, uh, kind of. Uh, reluctantly, like I'm uh, from the House of Langley. Never heard of him. All right, great. Well, I, I 
it's just very confusing news to me to hear. Are they on the other side of all this? Like, did they live down south? Yeah. Oh, well, it's going to be hard for you to talk to him for a while. Exactly. So I'm curious as to what my father's thinking. You said that it's going to be hard for this, for them to talk. We were just at Berriman's momentary missives, and it was also said that it would be hard to get correspondence from Oramon to Urungal. Uh Are they putting up some sort of blockade? Is there... Not, not necessarily a blockade, but there's going to be large, you know, battles, skirmishes out there. It's going to be hard to get through unimpeded. Sure. I mean, if I was a traveling merchant, I'd raise my rates. Yeah. I mean, I would just travel all the way down to Snow Alley. That uh, that canal revitalization revitalization project has started to to turn around. I've heard. Really? To a degree, you know. <laughs> are, are, are we are we talking about like good public infrastructure in Stoheller? For Stoheller. Oh, I, I see. Okay, not you know. It's not it's not the best canal system, but they've widened it, they've deepened it, they've given more support to it. Sure. It works now to a degree. Have they have they done anything about the algae issues? Yeah, yeah. I mean they have uh, a river cleanup team. Ah. This is blowing our minds. Uh, Lynn and Cyrus are just like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, that's that's great. I mean You gotta think about it. You, well, I mean you can you know, take, take care of the cosmetics is one thing, but the pH levels in the water and just the the environmental impact of it, the miasma. Yeah, yeah. Well, with with Chaldean, not an option for the last thirty years. We've had to, you know, work very hard to to, to find other trade options, right? Sure. And so, you know what? So you know Eller and Valenmere is pretty much all we got. And some progress is at least some progress. It's starting. It's starting to percolate. You know. Well, that's good news. Yeah, yeah. So it's not all, you know, doom and gloom. If you're, if you are traders, um, yeah, I'd, I'd just go down to Stoheller. Or, I mean, honestly, maybe even up to Drasbur and, and down to Chaldean. I don't know. Hmm. Things are, things are a little less shaky recently. That would be good for us, since we are traders. It would be good. Yes, since we're traders. Yes. Make a deception check. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a horrible insight, so you're probably fine. Uh, oh, Cyrus is not going to be able to. I just saw on. John's face. I'm, I'm actually not. Just get one second. While he's doing that, let me describe John's extreme cringe. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have my. I saw all of his teeth. I, I've, I've got a modify. Plus zero modifier. Three. <laughs> Three. And then let's see what Vinny's has so we can average them out. Well, I rolled a three. Oh. But that isn't what it'll come out to. Uh, sorry. Nine. Six. Eleven. Eleven. Very nice. Okay. Is it though? He is. Okay. Yeah. Traders. Anyway, um, if you want to play some of that, I've never said anything at all. <laughs> play some of that drinking game. I'm sure there are people who would acquiesce, or you can play yourselves. Um, if you want to know more about the history of the place, uh, 
just just feel free to ask. Otherwise, uh, there is something I want to know. Oh, speaking of people claiming to be traitors, um, <laughs> I, I want to know if That's there's. Your segue. I want to know. Look, I never said I was good at this detective thing. Uh, that's not what the character would say. Uh, anyway, Alain navigates this flawlessly, naturally. Uh, Rachel says, uh, "Hang on. So, have you seen anything underhanded? I mean, you you see many patrons. Is there? There's." I was recommended to come down here and investigate some unsavory human, uh, the trading of humans. Oh. Oh. He kind of realizes what you're saying. Thanks. Leans in, kind of whispers in your ear. I've actually, I... I'm not sure what's happening or why, but a a few, maybe a month ago, before all this hubbub happened, I heard there were a lot of disappearances happening in the city of Oramont. Really? Like, a lot. Okay. That's extremely useful. Yeah. Um, that's all I got, though. Well, the more vague you are, the more difficult it will be for any you know if you're afraid of and you're you're investigating this well yes well that's good i mean better better to actually you know try and fix it instead of not saying it doesn't happen you know yes it can be public knowledge that alitia langley is looking into this but okay still don't know who that is i'm all i'm saying is that you don't have to worry about any harm coming to you your family that's been my greatest obstacle in, in trying to locate information is that the family or the um, the power that I'm trying to unseat is particularly powerful and has a lot of influence. So the people willing to speak about this are few. So I appreciate the information you've been able to share, as small though it may be. I'm, for, for my part, I'm glad that it's vague for your sake. Sure, sure. Well, um, don't want to get mixed up in too much, but uh, I... I hear things, sometimes. Anyone close to you who's been abducted? No, no, my family, they're from down near Startike. Oh, yeah, I've had some bread from there. <laughs> oh, like the big, like, thick slices with the, like, the greasy cheese. cheese on it? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of... Did you like it? It... It's unique. No. It's unique. Yeah. Uh, who who would we talk to if we were to learn more about these disappearances? Certainly these people are still on the hunt for their missing people. Oh, it's kind of being not swept under the rug, but intentionally not looked into. But you know that'd be that'd be uh, something to to poke around in. I I guess in Oramon, but again, good luck getting there. Well, I intend to. Okay. Um, well, best best of luck to you. Um, right. But you are staying here tonight, right? Oh yes, of course. Okay. We have some business okay. in town to uh, acquire some additional 
procure some additional anywhere I can direct wares. you. Uh, yeah. Um, no, I mean, we pretty much have our suppliers. Doing some shopping. Yes. Okay. Well, you know, I'm sure if you if you know where you're going, you know where you're going. But hit the Peddler's Plaza if you're looking for for the best stuff. Uh, you know, it looks like a junk heap, but some of the best finds are in there. Oh, I know. Found I mean, a mistake sale once. Oof. I got some pristine mugs. Thank you, Bartley. Um, I need to confer with my fellow traders. Um, well, they're investigators <laughs> along with me. They're my traveling companions. Just to be yeah, I figured. I figured they weren't traders. Thank you. Thank you. And I go ahead and grab uh, Cyrus. I grab Vinny, and I kind of like nod towards, yeah. and I say, "This, this development." I realize that travel to Oramond may be dangerous, but it is imperative that we, I, I let let us let us be, have at our business, uh, Cyrus's business, and finish it as quickly as possible, and then make all haste towards Oramond. That is my new prerogative, and take all the time you need, Cyrus. But that's where I've set my sights. Well, I don't need that. I I, I don't know that I need to take that long. I just need to. I suppose formally close out my uh, association with the quintessence. Are they still open right now? Can we swing by? Uh, would they be uh, open? Yeah, the grounds are open twenty four seven. Whether who you need is a- awake—that's the question. Right. Yeah. Um, maybe there are staff that work there throughout the night, so you could you could take a trip there and. Might be able what to. What time is it at this point? It's probably around evening. Six or seven. Okay. Yeah. So let's plan on resting tonight. Let's plan on staying in this nice inn, recovering our strength. Stop by, get your things, and close your affiliation. And then we need to, despite all danger and despite the path might be rough, I think if we travel back to Osrin, there's a path towards uh, my estate, the Langley Manor, that, that we can use. And maybe if it's fraught with battle, we will cut our way through. Um, and then we'll figure it out. We only just got here. Uh, I do need to check in with the knights while I'm here. So, so we, we do have a, a, a little bit of a to-do list. Not a long one, but a few tasks. Check in with the knights. Hopefully I can talk to the Baron and communication I have a great feeling that the person that I am trying to communicate with if they are able to communicate with me and I don't know that they would but if they do it could hold some very pivotal information and perhaps give us a little bit more specificity in the greater Oramont area of where to set our sights could we leave a message to send the missive that's coming to Orangal to be sent to Oramond? So you want to send it back to or- like a return to sender sort of thing almost? <laughs> uh, well, Perhaps. I, 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 would it be faster I, again, to confer sh- with them in person? It, it's just a shot in the dark. If we go to Oramond, then we might be able to approach the person. That's what I'm thinking if we speak to them in person. Maybe even get their help on investigating. Perhaps. If we are heading to your the Langley Manor, 
maybe we could have it sent there. That's fine. I can imagine we'd want to perhaps linger there for some time. I can't promise that accommodations be luxurious, but you would be welcome. Hmm. And Bells, anything for you to investigate while we're here? Um, no, but I do think it is important for me to share um, the Kobergs of my family. Um, and who are the Kobergs again? The Coburg! The, the hand crossbow! That was you! Yes, that, that was me. Excellent. It is a fantastic piece of work. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> and all this time I thought I was a tinge of guilt thinking that I might have stolen it, but I, I, <laughs> I digress. Uh, the Coburgs, uh, was, that, was that who he was mentioning? Yes, Lord yes. Coburg is my father. The only family who hasn't bent the knee in that area. Yes. Which... There's only one area to bend your knee. Only I goes one way. Oh, that was a bad one. All right, all right, all right. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's staying. <laughs> oh, it's, ca- it's canon. Oh, that was a Cyrus. Yeah, that was a yeah. that was the ones yeah. in the Cyrus. Hey, now. Yeah. <laughs> that, was like, that was like Cyrus at disadvantage. Wow, <laughs> what a good, what a bad joke. That's totally something you're interested. Sorry, John. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, we have a battle plan for stay stay the night, take care of maybe even each go do our separate things we need to do because it seems like there's probably different things for our characters to do in this town. Uh, Obviously, Elaine's not talking, but we should probably like take care of those things and then plan on leaving maybe midday. Yeah. There's got to be more people in this town who know who was dis- who, who, have, who are related to the disappearances I, I think there's got to be some investigation to be done here before we leave it is a long journey so we want to gather all the information possible I could be persuaded to stay one more night that's about it before I leave for myself we need to find out where the disappearances were happening if it was you know, 30 days ago. I, I, I don't know. There's not much chance that we would find them at that point. Well, if there's disappearances happening in Armand, then I'd want to talk to their families. Sure. I mean, we can we can we can spitball clues over here, but I don't I don't know that we're going to make much progress without like going there and seeing what kind of common threads there are in the certainly in, in the true. people disappearing I don't want to linger here any longer but I I just mentioned that you know there certainly must have been some sort of disappearances here in Erringal as well not just Oramond we can look briefly but I think we've got enough of uh, happening in Oramond that I'd want to quickly go there and investigate and I want to quickly you know, speak to my own family. Uh, I, I realize that sounds selfish, but I, I do want to travel down there. I want to pick up the trail on this in Oramond. And uh, I mean, there's just a lot of reason for me to want to go to Oramond and not a lot for me to want to stay here. I, 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 I think I agree, but I'll, 
maybe let's add an addendum there. And in the time that we're here, maybe because we did find a lead on this fairly quickly um, about the disappearances in Oramond, you know, but maybe there's something in Erngal as well that we might do well to keep our, you know, just keep our ears to the ground to see if we hear anything else. That's why Cyrus, and we will, uh, and especially as we go about our separate business tomorrow morning, uh, and perhaps we can even do a little more investigating midday. Uh, I do want to have to have travel in our in our hearts and minds, and not think that we're going to stay here for very long. We also might meet pretty quickly a time where we can't get to Ormond if we wait too long. If this mm-hmm. war is really progressing as quickly as it seems to, I mean, in just a matter of days, it's gone from a rumor to troops being dispatched. That's true. And now that we can speak freely, uh, Bells, the Coburg Estate and the Langley Manor are not quite neighbors, neighboring, but they're close enough that you would be able to check in on your family as well. That's true. It's not that far. So I would be interested in checking in on our families and investigating Oramond. All of that's in the same area. It's in, It seems in our interest to head southwest. I'm sure if you feel as I do, you feel kind of anxious to know. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll sneak away uh, to see if there are any places where I can gather some more town rumors, maybe tonight, people in their cups, loose lips. Perhaps. And she gets a strange, like, very thinking look on her face. Perhaps I was wrong to discount the amnesiac's pub. Perhaps that that unsavory place is exactly where clues might be. That's exactly what I was thinking, too. Is it? It, it makes much more sense to be patrons there and to keep our ears to the surrounding discourse. Sure. I'll say this. Our belongings here. Yeah, yes. if we run into trouble yes. there, we have somewhere to return to. Yes, exactly. I'd much rather stay, take lodging at a place that I trust and visit and investigate at a place yes, that I Yes, I concur. Distrust. All right. Sounds good. This is ideal. This is optimal. So... So uh, to the Amnesiac's pub, then. So for... Uh, yeah, do we need to pay the gold? I, yeah. I'll, I'll say this. We I, always say we're going to take care of it out of game. Always forget. You always <laughs> probably have so much gold that's... Yeah, take, take your mind. gold and silver out as I charge you in game. Okay. I do that, but I don't have any internet, so I... Thanks, oh, Jeremy. I'm sorry. It's all right. Uh, cool. So you are headed to the Amnesiacs pub? So we're doing... Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, but we're staying here, and we get yeah, one yeah. gold, and I, I'm drinking an inky black beer. Yeah. Uh, and Vinny's not sure what he thinks about it, but it keeps going in for another sip until it's gone. Also, you didn't pay for that. Olin bought that for you, remember? She, you bought the gold, like the yes. rooms as well? I don't, I don't uh, remember if I paid for the rooms. I definitely bought your beer. The rooms were four gold. Okay, so each a gold. Oh, yeah, each a gold. And wait, you make... wait, wait. Four rooms? No. No, no two you rooms. You asked two for two rooms. rooms. Yeah, yes. I asked for two mm-hmm. rooms. Two gold a piece. Okay. okay. I thought you said each a gold. Nope. Okay. Well, each a gold like each, each for us. Like yes. We would each pay a gold. 
Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. I was like, one gold piece <laughs> per room? Oh, wow. But make your way out onto the streets. Um, sure, Cyrus is going to throw back his wine and say, pub crawl, let's go. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you make your way to a quite rowdy establishment. Um, looks to be kind of... Um, Oh, like kind of sandwiched between two larger buildings um, with um, like music coming from outside or inside and uh, a steepled roof that kind of bends in places it's not supposed to. It looks to be in in disrepair, but still nicer than in most of establishments and like say the... the uh, the, the southern fringe of Drasbur, right? It's still a nicer building. Um, but you make your way in, and it is jam-packed with people. Uh, I was drinking and as we walk in. Okay. Drinking and shouting and gambling. Uh, almost, you know, you almost kind of have to press in and find a table. Uh, but eventually, um, a woman uh, comes by and... Um, of, of kind of middle age, uh, good looks, um, like almost reddish brown hair and a, a softer jawline. And, uh, four of you? Yes, there's four of us. Okay. Um, how many pints? Three. Conscious, unconscious, amnesiac. <laughs> that's uh, that's our uh, menu options. We'll stick with conscious for the moment. Conscious, oh. all right. Um, I was going to go with the house special, but conscious sounds fine. We'll be conscious for the first round. Conscious, conscious. Um, okay. Uh, we'll settle up tab in a bit. She bustles off and starts to bring you each a very large novelty beer. Like, it's in like a pitcher. It's in like a pitcher, but it's like Ooh. got like a. Ooh. Like a, a passed out man, like uh, oh my, gosh. like in the pressed into the side of the glass. Um, it's got like a Mardi Gras baby in it. A bit, it's a bit eclectic. <laughs> and she sets each pitcher down in front of you. Okay, conscious. Uh, Cyrus is going to cast Mage Hand and dip it into his glass to get the uh, accoutrement. It out flops out as the water or the beer is displaced a little bit, but you grab your little. It looks to be like a, as you pull it out, it's like a little toy poodle carved of wood. Sorry, I'm just afraid of choking on things. Uh, <laughs> oh, a little poodle. Uh, look at that! Wow, uh, that was smart, Cyrus. Maybe we should uh, look around, see if there's anyone that uh, may have some information. So, uh, if you're looking around, make a perception check. Okay. Let me ask this. Do I see anyone I know? Roll d4 for me. A d4? Okay. Out of 15. Okay. Two. See Mo. Mo. Mo the corndog man. Okay. Okay. I got a 22. 22, 15. So, it is hard-pressed and crowded in here. And you can barely make out, you know, people beyond your table throughout the throng of, of drinking and carousing patrons. Uh, mostly human, but you do see uh, some halflings, some gnomes, some dwarves. Uh, Erngal, while primarily human, does seem to have some diversity to it. Um, 
but yeah, you you spot, you know, a few people in their cups who might be more open to talking. They they might have chosen the menu item of unconscious or amnesiac, um, who might be you know a little bit more opening. Uh, there's a, a a portly gentleman who seems to be uh, throwing toy poodles into the like frizzy hair of another woman who's drinking at a table and he's kind of like laughing to himself. (laughs) Uh, There is a, uh, looks to be a gnome who actually has uh, fallen into his novelty mug and is just upside down, kind of snoring lightly. Um, Yeah, there there are a few people to to approach if you'd like. So, I don't, I, uh, is there anyone who, who looks like they might be involved? Are you looking for like CD characters? Yeah, like CD characters who might who might know. Um, we'll just start with what, what with what you gave us. Okay, but yeah, I think the idea would be to, to definitely to go and, and try and overhear some CD conversation. Sure, there looks yeah. to be like a, a group of more rough and tumble mercenary like looking guys in the back at a table playing cards and drinking from uh, what can only be amnesiac pitchers as they are almost just like big bowls. Uh, (laughs) But they they look to be pretty rough and tumble. They've got like scars going down their cheeks, shaved heads. Uh, When you see one of them laughing and it looks like he's lost most of his teeth. So uh, they they look to be pretty seedy if you want to approach them. I'll, I'll go with Vinny. Okay. It's probably um, not best to go alone. Yes, but it, it might not be. How can I say this? It might be best if I am able to sort of blend in a little bit. Uh, I, well, you're not necessarily the most discreet, Cyrus. Well, what do you mean by that? I just mean that if we get ourselves into a situation and you have to make a certain kind of deception check. <laughs> hey, yours wasn't any better. Yours was not any better. It was an 11. I rolled a three. So, uh, but please keep an eye. If I get into any trouble, I'm, I will likely need some assistance. Sure. That's that's why I'm coming along. All right. Give me a moment to think of something. Maybe we can spitball an idea here. Okay. How can I... Uh, what what information are we looking for, and how might we be able to deceive that out of mm-hmm. Anyone have any good ideas? Well, we could pretend to be hoodlums and ruffians looking for... You know. As they're talking, I would just kind of get up and sort of like, <laughs> just like drunkenly stagger over to their table. Make a performance check for me. It's <sighs> an eight. Eight. They kind of clock you as you're coming up. Hey, 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 oh, you lost. Oh, I'm sorry. I kind of like. Like lean into them. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm just um. Where's um where's the um place the chamber pot down yes. the hall? Oh, how close how close are they to the chamber pot? Just down the hall. Like pretty close. Yeah, he was telling you the truth. Okay, 
So then I would kind of just like drunkenly sort of try to find my way back there. Okay. You hear him kind of look at his buddies and say, what was that all about? Weird. And go back to playing games. Uh, what are you doing back there? Um, am I close enough to listen to anything that they're saying? Yeah, you can listen in on them. So then I would just chill back there and listen. Sure. Okay. Um, and then you're approaching at this point or no? Well, I thought about approaching, but uh, that was certainly, that's certainly going to raise some, some suspicion if they have another strange encounter. So um, it might be good if we're trying to understand about disappearances. Well, see, what I was saying is we, we pose as though we are thugs and and, and ne'er-do-wells looking for, you know, seedy employment of the <laughs> disreputable nature. A strategy. Not yes, a bad idea. Not a bad idea, but the execution. I am not confident you could disguise yourself as a, a villain. I, I, I will do this on my own. Um... Here we go. Um, as you're going over, Bells, can I have a perception check for me as you're listening in? A, a good idea. 17. Okay. Uh, you hear one of them, uh, they're playing uh, cards, and he kind of curses and says, Gosh, Scott, they win again. We ain't going to have any money by the time we get to war. You hear the other one say, We're not going to war. That's That's propaganda. They're just going to show a big front and everyone's going to unify. I mean, they don't bring on mercenaries for actual war. We're just there to look tough. And then, Vinny, you come up. <clears throat> Excuse me, gentlemen. I I overheard that you were... Uh, or, or did I overhear any of that? Uh, maybe a little bit. Okay. Excuse me, gentlemen. I'm... I'm uh, Sorry to interrupt. Chamber pot's down the way. Uh, no, not the chamber pot. Um, I'm actually looking for a bit of work. Uh, work? Huh? Gauging by the look of you, uh, it looks like you are gainfully employed. You swing a sword? In a manner of speaking. You do mercenary work? I've done I've, I've done my fair share, mostly in Oramont, uh, but I'm a little bit out of my element here in Urungol. We're heading of, down uh, to Oramond, you know. You are? Yeah, a couple days. Excellent. And are you looking for additional recruits? I'll have to speak to my captain. Your captain, uh, sorry, if, do, you, do you mind if I ask, who, who do you... Who do you work for? Do you work for an established... Yeah, we're with Asmodeus's fiends. <laughs> Whoa. Excellent. You've, you've heard of them. They're a mercenary yeah. company right. of, yeah. of uh, middling repute. Okay, so not like the Brave Brothers. No, no. No, okay. no. I'm I'm going to, like, while they're having this conversation, I'm going to cast Minor Illusion. Mm-hmm. And just have some voices near them saying things like, watch out for that pale colored elf over there. You need something unscrupulous done. He's your guy. 
see him kind of you see him kind of like cock his head and start listening around <laughs> yeah I can see it you kind of you kind of rough and tumble looking well I keep you want to sit down play a few hands <laughs> would you mind would you mind absolutely uh, right the pot's at four gold pieces right four gold they deal you in if you want to make an intelligence check combined with and then tell me give me a number in one through four just tell me a number six no <laughs> one through four. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> failed the intelligence yeah I was gonna say Jeremy failed the intelligence check I don't know uh, yeah one one seems like you've got a pretty good hand okay uh, and my intelligence check yeah, what was your intelligence check? It's three. Okay. You should probably fold, though. What do you mean? You should probably fold. You shouldn't, you know, you, you got a good hand, but they probably have a better hand. Okay. But the uh, the cards start to flow. Um, the beer starts to get to your head, and, uh, you know, you're joking around, laughing. Uh, you've... You win maybe two of the hands, but you've you've lost probably about 12, 13 gold at this point. Okay. Uh, from Ouch. from betting, um, but they start to inquire a bit about you. Uh, so you're a half elf. Uh, where are you from? Well, if it's not obvious, well, and I guess I suppose it's not, but I'm from Alanar. Oh well. That's uh, not not where I've spent. That's most down of south. Southwest. Okay. Yeah, I definitely don't know where that is. That's all right. I okay. spent most of my time in Oramond. Been uh, hitching some rides with various travelers. Uh, okay. Essentially. Well, uh, my name's Orin. Uh, Orin Gold, born and raised. Ask me anything. I know the answer. Probably. Well, Maybe. They call me the Peace. Okay, Peace. And he's kind of scratching his neck and flicking dirt off his fingers. He's pretty drunk and not really paying attention. So tell me, uh, before all of this broke out, what did you? What what kind of work were you into before that? Oh, uh, well, I was still a mercenary. Well, of course a mercenary. Uh, what jobs... Well, uh, wasn't much need for us in the last few years, so some fighting over abroad, fighting the, uh, the IMBO people sometimes, uh, sometimes the, the tabaxi, you know, you I get paid to swing a sword, uh, you, you'll see. You ever work for, I don't know? Less scrupulous clients. Uh, what's scrupulous? Right. Uh, I just mean to say, you ever work for criminal organizations? Uh, well, I guess mm, that's an interesting question, boys. Lads, lads, listen up. I'm about to say something profound. <laughs> Can governments be criminals? 
Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But you find r- spicy. You find most of your work with uh, with the governments then. Yeah, I mean, our, our captain's captain's captain makes contracts with people, and uh, we murdered the other people. Makes sense to me. Yeah, it is pretty simple. I don't know. Are you making it all complicated? No, I'm just curious. Asking about criminals. He kind of rubs his eyes. Well, boys, um, if I if I were to inquire and if I may have a few other cell swords that might join me, uh-huh. how can I get in touch? Oh, you're looking for the captain? Certainly. Yeah, he'll probably be over at uh, Big Shimmery you know, drunk words can't. Right, the castle. Right, gleam. Right, gleam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be a bright gleam. Okay. Uh. Well, you've won your fair share for me. Okay, okay. Well, uh. Yeah. Uh, good, good, good game. Yeah. Welcome to the uh, the fiends. Absolutely. The fiends. As he leaves, what I hear, like. You heard, you heard all that. But anything that they said about him. Or... Oh, sure. And he sucked at cards. But he's okay, I guess. I'm still, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to keep some rumors. Sure, sure. Kind of in the background noise. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. You heard of that guy, the peace? He's one mean cuss, I heard. And you hear, you hear one of the other guys go. <laughs> yeah, but I hear he can swing a sword. So. He's awful at cards, but hoo-wee, he's got no conscience. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I think for um, on that front, I would go back and say, well, I, to be honest, I, I might be a part of a mercenary organization. Uh, I don't, I don't <laughs> think they're going to remember anything that we said. <laughs> However. I didn't get any more information for that. It was um, pretty much deadly. Bells, you also hear uh, as they're continuing to talk. Oh, yeah, well, if he was such a good swordsman, he could have really helped out with that mean lady who's been taking people uh, a few weeks back. Wah. What happened to her? And you hear the other two kind of like shush him. <gasps> Juicy. Spicy. But... Then they go back to just kind of chatter about, you know, like, oh, we should, you know, go go buy cheese at this place. Or, you know, like, I really want to buy some new scale mail. Just random mercenary talk. So at that point, like at the point where it's like, OK, clearly this isn't going to get us yeah, any more information. It, it kind of dies down then I would away from that topic. And you can like, like drunk and go back to the table. OK. OK, well, 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 hold on. OK, Dylan, hear this. No. Dang it. I would come and relay that information. Sure. Quickly. They did do something. Yeah, something. Perhaps you could find more information. If you really Uh, are in this thing. Ellen's going to go over there to the table. Ah. Another person. <laughs> Are you gonna try and come across as a thug also? Hello. Two you hands. have very shiny. You one of the gilded lances. No. You sure? 
Yes. Okay. Well, you look like one. We're supposed to work with them. I don't know how we're gonna do that. Listen. Why did? Okay. And I look at one of the guys. Uh, I was like, Why did you stop talking about the person that went missing? Oh. You see, like, visible confusion. <laughs> Why did you stop talking about the mean lady that went missing? Oh, the mean lady. Oh, we're not supposed to. Who told you not to? Captain. Your captain told you not to? Uh, I think so. <laughs> so your captain told you not to talk about this? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Did he say why? Oh, it's causing panic. Causing panic. Okay. All right. I think that's you know all. the mean lady. Yes. She's scary. You seen her? Yes. At that point, <laughs> Benny would go over and say, "Hello, boys." Hello, people. Warren. Yeah. <laughs> peace. Oh, peace. Oh. Peace. Yeah, he's one of us. Oh, okay. We're going to tattoo him tomorrow. Oh, excellent. Is this, uh, is this, this is an old friend of mine. Um, You know a gilded lance. An an old acquaintance. An enemy. He killed my sister. (laughs) Visible confusion from all of them. Listen, it goes, it's very complicated, it goes very far back. Yeah, it seems like it. I kind of want to get involved with this. What is she, uh, what is she, what is she saying? Yeah, asking about the lady that's been taking people. Oh, well, you, uh, the lady's been taking people? What, do you, what would you know about that? Not much. Uh, it's very pretty. She come into some of these places, took some of our boys, didn't see them again. She hired. No, no, no! Did not take them for uh, for work. For pleasure. I well, maybe I don't know. We never <laughs> saw him again. Well, uh, do you know who she is? Where, where, where did you find her? Nope. No, she has brown hair and pale skin and um, brown teeth. eyes. All her teeth. I think. I don't know. I haven't seen her teeth. Doesn't smile much. I, do, I, I haven't seen her, to be honest. Uh, she wears like a kind of a nightgown thing. Hmm. I don't know. Has she been around here? Not for a while. You're Captain McGann, though. Uh, maybe. He gets his orders from his captain, and so on and so forth. Does she have a name? Uh, I don't know. That's why we call her the mean lady, because we don't know her name. You saw her here last? Or you said you didn't see her, but how long ago was it that these people were missing? People have been just there, and... Months and months back now. Well, we were just catching up with you, my friend. She was t- telling me that she was investigating some disappearances. Yes. Well, I'll see you both on the battlefield, friends. Farewell. Farewell. Anything else that you need to know from that? 
Well, I was just curious about who might be forbidding the spread of information regarding disappearances. Hmm. Anyway, that's all I wanted to know from them. We can continue. Continue to look around. So, is there anything else you'd, you'd like to do? Anyone else you'd like to talk to? I'm going to go ahead and pick up the uh, gnome that is <laughs> half submerged. Yeah, he... Uh... <coughs> Are you alright, little master? Huh? Hey. I think. Who are you? No, I'm nobody. I'm Filder. Oh, Filder. Hi. Aletia. Hi, Aletia. I was just having an amnesiac. Wow. Was it good? I think. I can't remember. Sounds right. Sounds like that's <laughs> what you had. That's the idea. Is it your fence? Hi, I'm Filder. Hi, I'm Filder. Hi, I'm Felden. He addresses each of you. Cyrus Kramalkin, it's lovely to meet you. Well, 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 are you drinking? I'll drink with you. I'm guessing the drinks that we're having are they're like they're on the table with a straw in them. <laughs> like you can't pick them up. Or... No, you can, you have to pick them up, but it's, with the, it's like a two-hand situation. Ah, uh, okay. So Benny's over there with his two hands surrounding his, his mm-hmm. conscious. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. He's drinking. Oh, no, no. Uh, I believe my friend had a few questions for you. Oh. Okay. He's giving you a vacant look. Yeah. This is a long shot, but... Hey, what you need? I'm just... I'm looking into disappearances. Oh. Disappear... Like, people? Yeah. Yeah. I've had some friends disappear on occasion. Sometimes they reappear too. Reappear? Uh huh. <laughs> they go to school in the quintessence. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dawning comprehension. <laughs> Are you talking about like magic tricks? Yeah, what were you talking about? Oh. More, more along the lines of human chattel, but... Huh. Oh, you mean like... Like missing... Missing people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have some friends who go missing, too. Well, have gone missing. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. What happened? Well, I knew this family in Nome was... Uh, down the street from me in Palmer Corner, and they were real nice and friendly, and uh, one day... Oh, don't really know what happened, but uh, this is, uh, some say there was this uh, evil beast that came in and ate them, but uh, some people say they saw uh, a woman uh, enter their house. Was in, this here in Erendel? Uh-huh, in Palmer Corner. And Nomish, I would ask, when when was this exactly? You hear uh, bells speaking kind of this lilting a foreign language that seems like nonsense to the rest of you. Oh! Oh. The Gelder... The Gelder Bottoms disappeared. Oh. Gelder Bottoms. Four months ago? Four months ago. Yeah. Did anyone go looking for them? Oh. Yeah, I suppose so. I can't remember. Surely. I don't know. 
Hmm. And no one has any idea what happened. There was just a lady that came into the house. I don't know. Maybe a monster. Monsters do exist. Where, where was this at? Uh, what what neighborhood? Um, Palmer Corner. Palmer Corner. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, have you seen the monsters? I've seen quite a few. Yeah, yeah, over at Kintel's. At Kintel's? Yeah, 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 the monsters. I don't follow. It's a big, big park. You know, like, a, oh, starts with an M. Margarine? Margarine. I'm not from around here, so... It's the Menagerie, the zoo. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Hmm. There's lots of monsters there. Maybe one got out and ate them. Not likely. I'm interested... Did you hear anything more about the woman that entered? No. Not really. We don't really know. Some people say they saw a lady. Who are those people? Oh, just people in the neighborhood. Do you know, can you remember one person who said that? Oh, I think maybe Delver. Delver? Uh-huh. Who is Delver? He's just a guy. Well, I mean, where does he live? <laughs> oh, he lives in Palmer Corner. Well, do you, how could we find him? Oh, probably just go there and ask for Delver. Okay. Well, I might just do that. Okay. Are you gonna drink your drink? Uh, me? I don't have one. They put a drink down in front of you. They did. Oh, yeah. I said three. She did ask. Oh, for she three. did. Well, yeah. she just did the conscious order and did a round. So. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna scoot it away. I'll take that as a no. He <laughs> scoots it towards himself. Okay, well, are we drinking? I came here to drink. Well, thank you for the offer, but... I'm collecting the poodles. You can have mine. Oh! He grabs it. Thank you for being being so polite and entertaining us. My pleasure. Entertaining our questions. Filder lives to, to entertain. Filder and Dilbert. Uh, filled in. I don't know my own name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we wish you luck. Hey, thanks. Luck to you, too. Poodles to you. <laughs> he goes back to his table carrying a lens beer. So Cyrus is going to go talk to Mo. Mo? Yeah. He looks over. Cyrus, what can I do for you? What you doing here? Just here to drink? Uh, you know it, Mo. Oh, it's been ages. It's been too long, hasn't it? Well, uh, you want some rock cut? They have it here. Ooh, boy, do I. It's, uh, it's pretty great. Have you had it before? Um, probably. Probably is good enough. I mean, I mean... Two amnesiacs! It's the amnesiac pub. You wouldn't remember, right? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I just answered his time. Of course. Yeah, that's the point. That's the idea. Yep, that's why I don't open until 12. Say, speaking of remembering uh-huh. things, you hear anything about like a mean lady? A mean lady? 
Yeah, I mean, there's probably a lot of folks who fit that description. I mean, yeah, that's pretty vague, my friend. I mean, just look around, but uh, you you know, you you know what I'm saying, though. You you hear anything about the mean lady? Not uh, the mean lady. Just curious. There's that really mean tailor in the Peddler's Plaza. Oh, yeah, I know the one. She's still alive. Yeah. I, I think she must be like a thousand at this point. I had her take in some trousers one time. She just rips some more. I, and she says, she does. She does. She doesn't know how to take measurements either. I'll no, tell no. you what. And she doesn't accommodate for the dwarven physique. Thank you. I mean, I mean, that doesn't personally affect me, but... Well, I... I, I, no, I understand what you're is saying. Appreciated. Here, take... No, take another drink. Okay. It's this time that two large bowls of that black stouter sat down at your table, one for you and one for him, and he just takes it and starts to gulp, and it's just, like, dripping in his beard. Mm-hmm. He sets it down, about a quarter of it gone. Dwarven <sighs> constitution. So, uh, mean lady... What are you? What are you doing in town? Last I heard, you were uh, looking for more gainful employment. Yeah, I'm, and, I, and I'm crawling sh- back to the uh, Quinambret, huh? Oh, not at all. Or the the quintessence. Not, not not at all. Um, no, I've I, I've I found uh, I, I I I found some people. Oh, that group. Uh, the, the the guild of goodwill. Oh, the uh, the pale pale tall lad who couldn't even have twenty. <laughs> he has other gifts. I'll have to trust you on that one. He seemed nice enough, and uh, the tall lass too. Oh, she's really something, isn't she? Quite tall. Very tall. Very good with with, with her swords. Yeah, it seems like both of them were. Oh yeah, that one with the swords, that one with the bow, and this one—he he has gifts. I'll trust you. Yeah, deep down, yeah, deep you down. May have heard some rumors about this guy, the peace. I mean, people are talking. You know, I have heard something about that. I heard he's here. Is that him? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. him. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> anyway, so. You, I, I, I've, been, I've just been hearing things on the road. That, that, that's all. Um, uh-huh. Have you heard anything about some disappearances? Disappearances. Just, just people go, people going missing here in Urengal. Here, there, Ormond, Urengal. I don't really get much news except for here and back home in the conglomerate. Um, Naturally. There haven't been there have been some disappearances as of late, but not. They they date back about four months is when it stopped, three months or so. As far as the disappearances in Orangal, yeah, well, at least the high prevalence of them. Oh. Or at least, at least maybe at some point it becomes white noise. Maybe, but no, that. Hmm. Well, thank you. That's that's certainly information worth considering. Sure, sure. So, um, how long are you staying in town? Um, you know we've we've got business that's going to take us elsewhere pretty soon. You know, work isn't uh, 
you know, this freelance stuff, it doesn't slow down. We, oh, fin- sure. we finish one job and we've already got three or four people clamoring for, yeah. for, for, for another gig. Yeah. I mean, those, those Asmodeus' fiends, they, you know, it's hard to lock them down for a contract for more than a year. I mean, and I, I'll tell you one thing, and I'm not going to say this too loudly, but I'm certainly getting a lot more useful experience with with, with, with this group than I ever did with the with the quintessence. Well, they stuck you in middle management. That's what I've been saying. And that's why I've been telling you for years, Cyrus, know your worth. No, I know, and thank you for... Don't call them bluffs. It's, <laughs> they don't value you enough. I... I... Completely and I agree. Do. And you value my corn dogs, and that's a great thing. He takes another giant gulp. You good people, Mo. Thank you, thank you. If only we had more folks like you uh-huh. in Erringal. You, you know what? You should be you should be running this place. Oh, here, give me another drink. <laughs> I, fin- con- I, fin- I finished. I finished mine. Save. Give me a sip of yours. Make a con save. Okay. I was getting drunk too. <laughs> uh, Constitution, really going for it. Uh, sorry, it always takes me a second to get over to my. Thirteen. Thirteen. So you you make it a fair amount of the way through your second amnesiac bowl. Okay. You're starting to feel it. And you look over at uh, Mo, and he's, you can tell he's starting to feel it, but he's also a couple bowls ahead of you. Right. So you're about equal levels tipsy at this point as you're just talking, swapping stories about things he's seen in the Peddler's Plaza and things you've seen on the road. And you have a good a good evening as the rest of you are kind of nursing your beers. Yeah. Talking with one another. But uh, eventually he kind of claps you on the back and says, okay, okay. Ah... Uh, I should probably get home to the wife and kids. Oh, yeah. I, I, I hear I'm what you're saying. I'm up to seven. Can you believe it? Ooh, boy. Oh, one of them screams 24-7. And he's five. Ooh, yeah, that can't be can't be good. Uh, they'll make good, uh, good salesmen probably one day. <laughs> Family business? I don't know. know. I like the sound of it. You know, that's what they say. You don't sell the product, you sell yourself. Of course, their grandmother says I don't send them home enough to learn how to make swords and forge and and brew. But uh, anyway, I'll uh, give away my love for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And tell your friends goodbye. Sure. Sure thing. And if we have a chance tomorrow, we might stop by for some dogs, but... Um, no promises. Uh, it's okay. It was good seeing you. He you too, Mo. to stumble out of the of the Amnesiacs pub. The, the rest of you see Cyrus get over and, and join you, uh, walking a bit unsteadily. Uh, welcome back, Cyrus. Enjoy yourself. Immensely. Mo's a good guy. He seemed like it. Did find out a little bit of information. He... he the, the disappearances, at least in Erringal, it seems to have stopped in the last few months. Um, the, according to Mo, at least he hasn't heard of any new cases from, you know, the past uh, three or four months. So, 
it's possible that whoever's behind that has simply moved on to Urgal. That would be my guess. Certainly. Uh, we found out about Dilbert, the gnome. Maybe we could check in with Dilbert in Palmer's Corner tomorrow night. Ah, I don't know. I just need some rest. Agreed. Yeah, let's go. Let's go sleep it off. Okay. Make your way back to the Trebuchet Tavern. Some of you taking turns supporting Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's not unlike whenever he's uh, you know, viewing uh, whenever his senses are, are in Franklin. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're kind of carrying him limply like that, but you make your way back and and up into your rooms, and. Uh, Take your rest, and the morning greets you. What would you like to do today? (coughs) Sorry. If we can cut the... I inhaled water. It's okay. What's the fish race? Oh, you're not a what? Oh, uh, um... The uh, Kuatoa? Sure. I can only think of, like... Zora from like Legend of Zelda. <laughs> oh, oh my god, the Sahagin? Yeah. Uh, the mer people? Yeah. The evil mer people? <clears throat> yeah. I was thinking of the Kuatoa, these crazy fish people that live in the Underdark and can manifest gods. It's Oh, I can't do that. Really so. weird. She's not that either. It's a really weird lore thing. Yeah, anyway. Well. So, the day greets you. Uh, Alin, you collect uh, what morning do you can, but it's not much. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have a, a, a nice breakfast in the Trebuchet Tavern, and the day is yours. I'm probably nursing a bit of a hangover. You most definitely are. <laughs> All right. Well. I think we each have some different things to take care of this morning. Shall we be on our way and run our errands and meet back at a particular time? Let's plan to meet back for lunch. That sounds good. I can do that. Okay. Cyrus, I'll go with you to the quintet, quintessence. Sure. That, that would be great. I I don't have any errands to run, personally. Okay. Okay. I will go to the Ruby Throne. Knights of the Ruby Throne. Okay. Where's Bell's headed? Um, to the Foundry. Okay. So we'll start with Cyrus and Vinny. You guys head out in the direction of Palmer Corner, the district where the quintessence, uh, the Kreis School of Quintessence is. Making your way through, uh, first the Bronze Canton. Um, Vinny, as you enter, uh, you see that this district is a, it's got kind of an architectural identity to it as opposed to the freeform style of the Sojourner's Wedge. Uh, its buildings are made of this earthy clay, like break, baked bricks um, of a yellowish orange. Uh, many of the facades feature these kind of arched supporting columns that make a little patio that's shaded before actually entering the buildings. Um, and the roofs are kind of these slightly concave, curving up to a gradual point uh, roofs that have uh, shingles that vary either this shining bronze color or this dull green that kind of accompanies what you would assume to be oxidized copper. Um, 
but you make your way through this kind of luxurious, um, even even larger like roads with like uh, carts that are are kind of well built and, and well to do. This seems to be uh, a, a more um, more expensive district for for people who live within the city, perhaps. Uh, and you pass, you know, a bank. You pass an auction house. You see that animal menagerie that was mentioned the previous night. Uh, but then you you are through the gates uh, to the the northeastern quadrant of the city, Palmer Corner, um, and you enter into again a distinct environment uh, with tall buildings, most of them being like three to four stories. Uh, there are pipes running and crisscrossing over the road in various directions, cart tracks with trolleys of raw materials zipping about with these people pr- pumping the crossbar, kind of like uh, you know in the old cartoons you have the mine carts. Uh, and like pulley systems powering who knows what. Um, rising near one side is that large gray stone block of a building, uh, the, the Justicars um, Training Academy, the, the Silver Champions Academy. And in the center are the many towers of the Craze School of Quintessence that you can glim- see glimmering in the distance. Uh, Bells would probably be with you guys at this point too and branch off at this point as you no, enter. No, I would have just gone You would have gone behind? Okay, Yeah. cool. Um, as you approach the the school, um, you notice a few like few obvious things about this. One, it looks that there are about nine towers circling this, uh, or eight of them circling this campus, and then one in the center, uh, each unique and and uh, kind of has its own style of architecture and then floating above it on like this kind of shimmering blue field is another uh, building. It's it's a large ring that that is in the shape of a tower and has windows and doors on it and is kind of rotating in a circle above the school but also rotating in on itself. It's very mind-bending. Um, as you approach, you can start to make out different details about specific towers. Um, you see a tower that has this shimmery purple-green color to it, almost iridescent. Uh, it looks like it's almost a giant crystal uh, that has like spectral chains coming down uh, to runes. As you enter the campus now, there are uh, grounds that spread out and small buildings dot it and, you know, almost like dormitories or... or uh, halls of Learning's Lyceums. Um, you see another tower that you pass by that's this tall obsidian uh, tower with like no signs of seams. Um, you see another one that is carved almost like a totem pole with each segment being the likeness of one of the four you know, elements. Uh, you see one that's carved to be convex, almost resembling four tower shields uh, in a square. Um, you see a tower that almost has a million different innumerable materials to it. It seems like it's patchwork, little teeny tiny squares of different materials like bronze, gold, silver, wood, stone, brick, glass, lead, water, lapis, clay. It goes on and on. Um, you see another that's this pale, milky white moonstone framed in gold and brass. At its t- top, there's a point resembling an obelisk and an ever-burning candle on the top. Uh, the last four you see are, um, there's this tower that is it's almost this beautiful 
pale aqua stone that has silver ornamental scrawlings in it, circles within circles, lines within lines, and uh, you almost feel drawn to that one. There's another tower that seems to look different to both of you. Uh, Vinny and, and Cyrus, you each see uh, a tower almost comprised of something meaningful from your past. So Vinny, it may look like a towering birch tree from, from the Kingfisher Thicket. For, for you, Cyrus, it might look like a, a branching old swamp tree. Um, and then in the center of, of the grounds is that final of the nine towers that the tenth tower is the floating one uh, but the, the center one seems to be almost made of like this hard light of like pinkish energy uh, but that's kind of what you take in as you start to walk the grounds and, and Cyrus starts to direct you towards uh, the um, the tower that you're most familiar with you you spent a lot of time on the north western side of the grounds uh, at the uh, School of Divination, which is the, the milky white moonstone tower with the uh, the spectral candle on top. Um, uh, I'm going to say something to Vinny as we're walking up and uh, it's really something, isn't it? It's fascinating. Uh, what, what is that one there? I, I almost feel drawn to it. Uh, it was the, the blue one with the scrawlings. Which that is one? the Tower of Evocation. It's the Tower of Evocation. I'm sorry, not Evocation. Sorry. Enchantment. I'm sorry. That's the Tower of Enchantment. Evocation is that one over there. Interesting. Like, you feel enchanted. <laughs> I, I, I know. You want to know the quickest way for the enchantment to wear off? Spend enough time there to see how the inner workings are. And then that's, that's how you demystify the mysterious. It's all very grand and... I can see why you would want to study from it. Just looking at it from outside in, it's magnificent. The view, the view from the inside out is a little different. I'll, I'll trust your judgment there, but I just mean to say that I don't think you should... It makes sense that you wanted to be here at first. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I... I know. There's. I mean, and, and there is still some... Some it's complicated. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I can, you know, being back, it's there's that part of me that does kind of kind of want to stay. The allure is is there. I mean, there's knowledge here, there's wisdom, but, not but how from, do you get to it, right? Yeah, not it seems from me. Locked there's up. not exactly. As you guys are walking and talking towards the divination tower, you hear out in the corner of uh, one of the buildings, you hear a large explosion and turn around to see a fireball take out half a building. Oh, gosh. And you see one of the uh, the, the higher up uh, teacher aides kind of come over and just put his hand on his head and wave some wave some arcane implements and fix the building essentially. <laughs> and just starts to like lay into this student about casting time and implements and whatnot. Uh, but uh, you keep making your way uh, towards that little little uh, corner of your universe for the, for much of your life, Cyrus, and uh, make your way to your dormitory, uh, a three-story building of kind of the same pale, milky moonstone. Um, and uh, you enter you enter uh, the the main floor, and there is a uh, 
what what translates as an RA, you know? Yeah, I was, like, I was gonna I was gonna ask about that. Like, who, who am I speaking to? The fantasy bursar or the, the fantasy <laughs> RA? This is, this is the fantasy RA. Um, he kind of looks up. Oh, um, Cyrus. Yes, that's me, Cyrus Grimalkin. Yeah, we, uh... You were... I believe you were contacted by one Tot Plolul and who requested that you hold my belongings until uh, I returned. I wasn't, but we held your belongings because uh, Professor Puler said to probably Plolul, I guess. Tot Plolul uh, of Drasber. He is a great wizard of my acquaintance. Looks you up and down. <laughs> Sure. Okay, well, uh, we got your stuff, and he kind of rummages around under a box and pulls up, a, proceeds to put a box on the table with your belongings. Uh, describe them if you like. Uh, uh, okay. Um, well, there's a, a, a small set of mystery novels. Um, <laughs> of course. Um, some civilian clothes a, a, a few a few outfits that are not oh, uh, just brown robes i got to see civilian robes i mean they're they're flashier than the than the brown that like you like what kind of flashy like um like there's there's one shirt that's uh it's a it's it's a nice button down and but it's uh it's, it's like a, a purple and green paisley Ooh, pattern yes. Yes. um Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, I got that. Um, there is, you know, there's there's a pair of there's a pair of pants that it it, it looks, you know, a few decades old and just they don't look quite the right size. Mm-hmm. But it, yep. you know, and and another pair of pants that's a little sure. little bigger and a little newer. Um, he's got you know just some few odds and ends. Uh, and he's, of course, you know, checking to make sure that everything is there. Yeah, you close up the box and make to leave, uh, and you kind of, hey, Cyrus. Yeah, uh, Professor Puler said that um, when you get here, he told me when you get here to send him to or send you to his office. Professor Puler, okay. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. Uh, well. Best of luck to you with uh, Plowool. <laughs> Have a good one. Yeah. Is this, uh, is this professor available? Should we go see them now? Uh, should be. Uh, you've never actually... You've never been within one of these towers as they are kind of usually off limits to, to students. So you've never actually been in one of the towers, but you assume that if you've been referred to Professor Puler's office, that you should go to his tower. It is his tower. Sure. Yeah. So you can head there if you'd like. Okay. Yeah. Which tower is that going to be? It's it's the same tower of, of you. You know, he's the professor of divination, actually. So yeah. uh, okay. he, he's the professor of your school. You've you've been in classes under him. <sighs> a few times but never really interacted with him uh it was you know fairly large classes you never really got into his specialty courses sure. uh not not without you know not for the lack of trying but you know 
he tends to pick the star pupils. Uh-huh. So. Right. Um, you make your way to the tower. Um, it's doors, these kind of hammered gold and an open one. And inside is a, uh, a like a checkered hall of, of moonstone and kind of this brown uh, polished granite um, that has a stairway that goes up and around uh, the room. Um, but you can make your way up from the entry hall. Okay. And into a small reception hall um, above it. Uh, there is a um, man at the table. Looks to be, you know, middling of age. Uh, spectacles. Um, kind of a scraggly beard. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, uh, Cyrus Grimalkin to see Professor Pueller. Oh, okay. Let me see if he is here and if he is available. Okay. Okay. He stands up from his chair um, behind and walks behind it, or he's already behind the desk, walks behind his chair to a little teleportation node and poofs out of existence. You wait about 30 minutes. Oh. In this hall with nothing in it. Okay. Not a book, not a chair. Oh, gosh. Mm. Poofs back into existence. He'll see you now. Well, okay. Okay. Uh, by all means. And he points to the teleportation nodule behind him. And then he follows. Okay. You poof out of existence and then reappear into a curious room with all sorts of different instruments, books lining shelves, candles burning in every little candelabra that is floating in the ceiling, and a large window that opens up uh, in a slant. This looks to be kind of the top of the obelisk of the tower where where uh, the four corners of the tower meet, and, and one is just window, which is strange because all four corners from the outside had no windows. Mm. Um, And behind this great curving desk of what looks to be like this dark ebony wood, looks like it's got to be at least a thousand pounds. It is a massive desk. Uh, Is standing uh, at the window with his hands behind his back. uh, A man uh, old of age, it seems, with thinning hair uh, that's kind of white. Uh, dark, like, cream robes. Um, well, it seems to be kind of like a black satin glove on his left hand. And um, what looks to be like a, a amulet around his neck. Um, oh. And as you poof into existence... Is dark cream just brown? No. No, it's, <laughs> okay. it's lighter than brown. More like a okay. taupe? Yeah, yeah, okay. like a taupe. Cool. Just- um <laughs> Don't want to have to get into the semantics of color, but you're fine. I got you. Yeah. Uh, he turns ar- turns around and says, "Ah, Cyrus. Uh, yes, Professor Pueller, you wish to see me. Brother friend. Uh, yes, this is. This I was is hoping you would bring all of your compatriots. Ah, uh, well, they have other business around around town. Well, we have business to discuss." And that's where we'll end tonight's episode. Oh. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh. Well. 
Venuthra, Venuthra Silverbeats at your service. Um, Thanks for playing, y'all. Oh man, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat right now. <laughs> I have no idea what's going to happen. That's where I wanted you. 